How should I start? I'd be like, welcome to Checkpoint. Yeah. <laughs> do we do? Uh, I don't know. I guess the exuberance level is entirely up to your discretion. I think it should just be something something easy. Yeah, I think casual. Welcome better. to Checkpoint. Welcome to Checkpoint. Welcome to Checkpoint. Uh, that's better. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Checkpoint, a monthly podcast covering mainly video games, the industry, and anything else me or Brandon think is cool. Uh, my name is Matt. This is Brandon. We are your hosts. Hello. And without further ado, we shall talk about what we think is cool. So, Brandon. Yes. Have you been playing any games recently that we should talk about? Uh, well, we, I believe, both just started playing The Division again. Uh, yes. Some pretty cool stuff happening with that. Finally got sucked back into it. Yeah. When did they release the 1.8? I can't remember. Uh, it was it was late December, I believe. Yeah. It was, it was end of last year. Um, But yeah, no, I, I just started playing it again maybe, what, like a week ago? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we started doing the underground, got geared up. Underground's super cool. Um, coming from my love for Rifts and Diablo. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's... for those of you who don't know, the underground, uh, or, or rather, the division has had time to uh, ferment and be distilled, and the underground update is a lot like Diablo 3's Rifts, which is something that you can easily just kind of run through, gain levels, and gain items and have a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's real quick, and it's really cool. Yeah, and honestly, The Division itself is a fantastic game if you guys haven't played it before. Um, loot shooter, basically. You just kill things, and you rain loot on yourself. But Think um, Destiny. Yeah, but not terrible. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say Destiny's terrible, no, but no. The Division is definitely out-destinying Destiny. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, if that's a word. I mean, Destiny 1 was fantastic. Destiny 2... Well, yeah, it's, Destiny it was One also was good. Yeah, Destiny One was fantastic at the end. I would say yes. the Taken King kind of uh, switched everything up and made it awesome. Um, well, you started Destiny early, didn't you? Like yeah, the first I, one. Yeah, I, I played it as soon as it came out, um, and it was very I bland. I picked it up when it was released for PlayStation Three because <laughs> I didn't have a four at the time. Right, same here. And I played it by myself because no one else played on PlayStation Three really. I mean, same, I guess same here. Yeah, yeah. Or at so least I guess you and I both... didn't get together at the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I played a little bit, but I I lost interest just because it was one of those things where it's like I have other games to play, and then I got sucked back into it when I got the PS Four, and you guys were all playing, so right. we played Destiny One like crazy. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like Destiny Two was an interesting sequel it had some really good stuff in it for the first maybe 20 hours of gameplay sure but but endgame i feel like just needs more and i'm sure it'll get there eventually yeah and we'll, we'll talk more in a minute um yeah. but right now the division i yeah, feel like it, it needs the spotlight or it deserves the spotlight um absolutely so the division when it first came out two years ago um we played it as soon as it came out. I played the beta a bunch. I had fun with it. The Dark Zone interested me, but it was it was the PVE that really uh, got me excited. Yeah. Um, and we all played it. Me, you, um, our brothers, or my brothers, and uh, a couple of friends. We all played it, and we played the crap out of it. Leveling from one to thirty was was awesome. It was a really good experience. Oh the yeah. Game the game looked great and looks great still. Um, still not that interested in the Dark Zone even today, but we had a lot of fun leveling from one to thirty, and then trying to beat 
at the time the horribly implemented incursion which is like uh, a raid for you destiny fans yeah what was the uh, first one you remember the name of it i think it was dragon's nest maybe yeah. I, could, I could be oh. wrong but uh, i haven't played it in forever yeah it was just i remember a bunch of drones getting angry that the drones kept killing us yes 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that was dragon's nest but i i can't remember exactly oh yeah um, that tank that was, yeah. that was crazy yep that tank was just sitting there in the middle destroying us with explosions yeah um Either way, the the division from one to thirty was great, and then the end game turned us all off. Similar yep. to the problem that Destiny Two is having right now, but um, the division came out much sooner and has had two years to kind of work on their problems, uh, the end game, and everything else in between. And right now, after they released the one point eight update, um, the game feels fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. I, uh, it, it still looks great and all that stuff, but uh, the, the way that they added world tiers, world tier one through five, so that every every tier is more harder than the next. Um, the gear level, had, uh, maybe they didn't do much with the gear level, um, but they added more gear. They made it more diverse. They changed the roles, um, meaning the the attributes that the the weapons and gear have. Uh, they've added a bunch of new gear. Yeah. Um, I really just, love some of the new sets. They're yeah, really cool. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just, there's a lot to take in, which is great. Uh, it's not too overwhelming. When when I, So we, we gave it a rest after about, I played about 104 hours or so when the game yeah. first came out. I was at maybe 60, 65 hours. Yeah, which is it's a pretty good amount. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we, we had a lot of time with it, and then we put it down and came back to it just a couple weeks ago. And... We all started new characters thinking like, oh, well, I want to get back into it. It was surprising how much we didn't, or at least I didn't remember from the game. Agreed. Um, so I started a new character, got to about 19, and then decided to hop back on my level 30, which is the max level, um, and just kind of go to town on the end game. Because really, I played through the level 1 through 30 a couple of times to begin with, and I didn't want to waste too much more time. I wanted to experience what uh, massive entertainment has been working on. Um, as far as end game goes, so definitely, yeah, I hopped onto my level thirty, and then started experiencing stuff, and it was it, yeah, it's it was awesome, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, starting, I started a new character again when I tried to get back into it, leveled up a little bit, and you guys were all playing on your higher level characters, doing some of the underground um, events. So I hopped on and joined, and quickly got my gear score up to what like two sixty five in like an hour. <laughs> not not even man like uh not even yeah. yeah it was probably about 15 minutes luke yeah luke came on last night and he well, it might have been last night or the night before either way he started at one uh gear score 180 yeah that's where then, i was at and then after just one run of um that legendary what is that the the power relay uh-huh. mission um he got up to 269 oh, or something like that yeah that that, that legend mission that yeah. you found oh yeah oh I've, it, it honestly it feels kind of like cheating <laughs> yeah it's a very lucrative so mission well i mean i remember doing similar things back you know when we were playing the end game previously where you and i were farming with random people because i was you know off for a day or whatever and you were also playing and we, we did like 10 in a row <laughs> yeah it was just, random yeah person. i know i know which one i can't remember the name of it because it's yeah. been so long but yeah there was one mission that would take about 10 minutes on the hardest like an elevator through yeah you go on the roof and stuff yeah uh, I can't uh-huh. remember. yeah and then we would just run through that for 10 minutes mm-hmm. um every time yeah but 
legendary mode with the event going on right now, the ambush event, which means you have to like hide behind things and you get bonus damage if you're hiding behind like cover, which I do anyway because right. I'm a sniper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I'm hitting for so much. Like that new set I got last night, I got the four piece bonus, and my fifth bullet was hitting for a million damage. Like yeah, that's nuts. That's in- insane. Like yeah, I mean admittedly it wasn't killing things one shot because we we're playing on legendary, but right. it felt fair. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I'm fun. It. It's fun fishing for the uh, the new gear sets and stuff like that. Um, it just it just feels like there's something to to look forward to. And yeah, you just finished a set last night too, didn't you? Yeah, the uh, D3 FNC set, the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which allows you to use a sub. Well, so initially, you there's a there's a, a skill that you can use mobile cover. It's just a, a riot shield pretty much, and you can use a pistol with it. The riot shield takes a lot of damage, and it's it's super helpful against high level characters or um, NPCs and this defense set after you get four allows you to use an SMG with the uh, with the shield so you're doing a lot more damage and taking a lot less damage so it's it's huge so I feel like yeah. I'm going to be using that a lot with um, some of the higher level runs maybe we'll, I really want to try at least one of the new incursions soon so I'll be using that um, yeah well so I was I, excited. I, I like the Hunter's Faith set personally. Now that I'm like using it, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily dependent on skills with it. I do want the Reclaimer, I think is what it's called, with the the bonuses to all the healing. But this set is, it increases your range, it increases headshot damage, and every single hit you make that doesn't miss, you get bonus damage. And with wow. the classified bonus, you get even more headshot damage, and it doubles the bonus if you get the six piece set. So, pretty cool. Yeah, lots of cool stuff going on. Yeah, so the division is—it's uh, in a good place right now. I—I I don't know if it's um, too little, too late, or or whatever. I don't but, think so. Um, but I, but I feel like the, and we could segue into Destiny Two now. Um, I feel like yeah. the downfall of Destiny Two. I don't know if downfall is the way to put it. I think no, Des- Destiny Two's fun. Destiny Two's missteps have led or has led to the division being a much more enjoyable experience. Well, um, I, I think my biggest problem with Destiny 2 isn't even that they're doing a bad job with it. I mean, the game is still fun. You know, sitting absolutely. down and playing it with sure. friends, doing trying to do the raid, mm-hmm. trying as because it's so rough right now. Oh, man. That raid but is terrible. I, yeah, it really is. It's not even that it's challenging or too challenging or anything like that. It's just the design. It's just I feel like they're just trying to do too much at the same time. It's too tedious. It's yeah. too tedious. Um, and I mean, now that we're getting used to it, I mean, like there's this one encounter where you have to all stand on a pillar and then two people are running through this like obstacle course around and they have to like call out which hole they need to jump through and people on the outside have to jump the opposite hole or shoot the opposite hole. It's so weird. I mean, we got used to it after what, 20 times dying and right. we can finally kind of do it. But it wasn't but, fun. I mean, it wasn't fun. No. And I mean, I'm still, we're still getting yelled at for missing things and it's like we all get yeah. angry at each other and right. it's like... Well, that's, that's what that's you not, do. And that's probably the easiest fight in that entire area. Yeah. And then yeah. on top of that, in order to get to any of the other fights, then you have to like go shoot a bunch of guys again and try to collect these you know, staffs and drop them down. I mean, it... Yeah. It, it's sort of rewarding, but I don't know if if rewarding is even something they need to work on because Destiny no, Two, they, uh, they the drop so much get, loot on you. Yeah, the, the rewards you get for the raid are uh, insignificant compared to what you feel like you should be getting. So because yeah. because everything is so tedious, uh, you just you feel like you should be getting more. Or, or, or 
just be rewarded in some way that that makes sense and yeah. because it's not a fun experience you're not really gaining anything from from um uh, I, I don't know what i'm trying to say you're not really gaining gaining anything from the experience um, that you can't gain from doing other things in the same time frame. Yeah, I guess it's just not a rewarding experience in both in terms of what you're receiving as far as items and just the experience in general, uh, because it's just frustrating. Yeah. And and the biggest example of frustration is that those those dogs. Oh my god. Oh man. Uh, I, I, but right now we have we, we've beaten it once, and for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes we have beaten the raid because we're not going back to it we, we didn't beat we tried the last um the last encounter and we're, we're just not gonna i don't think at least anytime soon go back to it um, yeah but we've maybe, beaten everything leading later. up to it uh but mm-hmm. these these dogs we finally have a winning strategy uh, it is just so getting to that winning strategy or figuring everything out was not fun um, god i think i think we died more than 50 times easily i mean we attempted oh, yeah. the raid most likely maybe six times i think and we did the dogs almost every single time and most nights we'd finally get to the dogs and be like all right we, we know what we need to do now and we'd try twice and then be like no <laughs> right just does just no but i don't know i feel like all of that effort like we, we went through this raid did all this effort and we get out and with the five hours we spent trying to do it i got maybe one point gear score total Whereas if I spent that same amount of time doing powerful gear rewards in the real world, I would have gotten five to six points. So it's like, it's taking longer and you're not really getting anything that great aside from, I mean, that rifle is the auto rifle that you get from the raid is, is fantastic. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm using that. It's, I got the masterworks. It's really good. Yeah, me too. And it, it's really good. I'm using it. It's fantastic. But we got that in the bathhouse on like date on like week two. So it's like, right. you don't really need to worry about clearing the boss and then on top of that they unlock to where you can finally purchase the gear with even without even beating the boss because they had it locked behind having to beat the entire raid first before you could even use the tokens you get as right. rewards for finishing yeah, any boss that was frustrating yeah i mean admittedly they're supposedly making improvements um it looks like with the newest patch that they just announced the other day um one of the big things they're doing is allowing you to use those tokens to purchase um individual uh, gear rewards right? Yeah, with legendary shards mm-hmm. and like a token or two or something. So they're trying and I think it'll be just like the division where we can set it down for a few months, maybe come back on the next big release. I mean, I have the season pass because I bought it when it came out. Some deal, you know. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll, I'll come out probably on the next expansion and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think Destiny 2's uh, biggest failure is it's a shame that they took back pretty much everything that they learned from Destiny 1 and started fresh in Destiny 2 and took almost all of that out. I understand that they wanted to reset everything and uh, have a, a bedrock of just a... You know, they, they wanted better... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, better starting ground? Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they wanted a better place to start where they can just they can add on to the initial experience more easily. Um, because the the first the original destiny just started off so rough um and they had to switch so much and they didn't really get it right until the taken king which was their what third or fourth expansion for the original yeah absolutely um uh, yeah, they, they added mean, some new stuff in destiny 2 which makes yeah. it feel uh more fresh i suppose but they should they should have learned from their experience and you would expect some uh, a team like bungie to to really pull through and well, either at least deliver the same experience yeah or better sure exactly yeah like i I understand they had to get rid of some stuff 
Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's it's just a shame, and so that's that's what they're dealing with now. Um, I have faith that Bungie will eventually, whenever that is, I don't know, uh, eventually get it get it right, and it'll be a more joyous experience. Yeah. But for right now, we're we're kind of putting it to the side, and we're replacing that feeling with with division, which which I'm yeah. okay with. Um, not, not that we not that we hate Destiny too, but uh, it's it's a shame, and. Yeah, it gives us more time to experience other games, I would say. Yeah, and I mean, replacing it with what they've done with The Division, I really don't feel put down by that. And it's not like I have to return the game or anything. I mean, I can't. I bought it digitally. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, but, but, I mean, I'll come back and we'll check it out. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll release the next raid and it'll be really, really good. You know, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what other games have you been playing? Well, I wanted to talk about um, PUBG. And because Ooh. because I've been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds for for a while now, uh, it took well, me. You picked it up like Redditor came out, didn't you? Um, I I gave it a couple months. I didn't really see the appeal. I I, I realized that everyone on Earth was playing it, and um, a group of my friends were were playing it, and they kept bugging me to get it. Yeah, I finally got yeah. it probably about a month or two after it came out. Um, okay. So I but but I've been playing it for a while, and yeah, I've been I having a lot it. of fun with it. Yeah, you definitely I, avoided it. I avoided it because I knew I would get sucked in and spend a lot of time on it, and I have only so much time I can dedicate, you right. know, to any game particularly. So but you I picked it up maybe yeah, you, two weeks ago. Yeah, you you picked it up a couple weeks ago in your first experience, and um, I mean I could tell you I could talk about it all day long, but I mm-hmm. just I'm kind of curious as to what your thoughts on on PUBG are the world phenomenon that is PUBG. <laughs> Let's hear yeah. it. Yeah. Uh. Well, obviously coming into a game like that a lot of people are already more experienced and fighting with my computer to get it to run it smoothly finally got there mm-hmm. after the first game and then my first what three four rounds maybe were playing with you guys in a team and mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting following your round you know hearing your advice and trying to awkwardly find a gun that wasn't a pistol right. um deciding <laughs> the difference between certain things and figuring right. out which ammo goes with what and all, all that fun stuff mm-hmm. um and then I think the first game we played, uh, I was just hanging out in the vehicle with you guys, driving around, and I don't remember who parked in like the middle of a road, and we all hopped out, and we all died in like three seconds. And I feel like <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, well, we all hopped out, and like we all tried to like hide behind this like bushel of something, and then all of a sudden there were like five guys around us, and we were dead. It sounds like PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, pretty like much, PUBG. pretty much. And then I don't know. I mean, like one of the later games that evening. Uh, I think you guys said, let's let him experience some city. I can't remember the name of it, but we all dropped down to this like major city Picado, and the three of you probably. all died. Yeah, it was Picado. Uh, we, the three of you died within like a minute. So I'm alive with a frying pan. That's all I have. I'm like, great. Okay. And then some guy headshot me across the map. I'm like, all right. All right then. <laughs> and I think we stopped after that one, but I, I picked it up again, maybe Monday or I don't know, the other day this week. And I played a lot of solo like maybe three or four hours of it. Yeah. And I had a couple really good games. Um, I kind of got a feel for some of the, some of the guns. Um, I really like long range over short range, but um, it seems shotguns are my, my best just because I'm, I love shotguns. Like that, that's what I played primarily in Halo and Call of Duty and all those games back yeah. when I was playing those. Just to and warn I feel like... you, just to warn mm-hmm. you real quick, uh, shotguns yeah. are garbage in that game. Oh, just, all right. Just well... yep, especially late game. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, early game, they seem to work fine. But um, I had one game where I was eighth. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, I only had one kill, but my uh, my final kill, like the only kill I got was right at the end. 
and I was in this building and somebody ran up the stairs. So I tried to chase him. And then I tried to whip a grenade up because I saw somebody else doing that earlier. Mm -hmm. And he popped down and killed me while I'm still holding the grenade. And then he goes, runs down to my corpse to loot it and blows up from my grenade. Nice. Right. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So from it, the grave. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like the game is fun. Um, it's definitely something that doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, it can if you stay alive long, but it forces you into finishing it off eventually. Right. And it's kind of neat. Um, I definitely think I like... I like it. I will continue to play it periodically. So I guess that's my my first experience review. <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I think every now and then we'll we'll talk about PUBG just because it's it's still so janky and it's yeah. being updated constantly. Um, well, I mean, we we could talk about the the loot crates if you want. I mean, I don't know. What's your opinion of the whole, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff coming out? Have you got anything? I, I lucky? think I think it is absolutely fascinating. Um, yeah. I also think it is ridiculous, but <laughs> as far as loot crates go, um, PUBG does an okay job. I th it it feels too intentional. Um, yeah. As a as a cash grab because it's so popular. I I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, it's all no, cosme it's all cosmetic stuff. So nothing really affects gameplay. Um, but like camouflage is a thing in that game. You know, like yep. uh, so, different colored items that you wear could help you be more camouflaged, and so on. It doesn't help too much, but it can, especially yeah. if you're just laying still on the ground. If you have, if you're laying on uh, on sand and you have sand-colored pants or khakis or whatever, you're going to blend in more at a distance, so it's easier to hide. But that's that's the only only thing clothing or aesthetics really really do for you so i'm okay yeah. with it it's like uh, similar to overwatch where overwatch only sells crates and gives you cosmetics i'm, o I'm yeah. okay with that um and i mean we could talk about loot boxes and how terrible they are in general well it but... really depends on the game i think because yeah. i mean you look at the loot boxes in the division they're great you know it it's loot you know you get it from doing things in the game and purchasing a box yeah but at or, that point in the in the division it's more it's just rewards that you get they're, they're caches um yeah. rewards that you get for playing the game it's not like it's not a separate it doesn't feel like the separate thing like even in overwatch where you have to go to a different screen and open this loot box because you yeah. just you just uh finish this this quest or whatever that makes sense uh, in the division you're just kind of throughout the game getting these caches for whatever reason there are um cosmetic caches in the division that you can purchase but to me that means nothing and that's Agreed. i feel like the only way you should really do paid loot boxes uh, that uh, they don't affect gameplay and it's it's only for stuff if you if you really care about how your guy looks go ahead and purchase yeah. it you know if you, um, if you want to buy a leopard print cloth mask for 200 bucks on steam <laughs> you know feel free uh, then yeah that is that stuff just baffles me like i yeah. the, the most expensive item i've gotten from PUBG is probably like an, an eight dollar uh what was it i think it was a gas man i can't remember what it was i sold I it off I opened, but i opened one cash it had a dirty t-shirt i was like wow that was underwhelming <laughs> yeah, you could probably sell it for like 25 cents uh, it was eight cents. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I, I was makes, curious. That makes sense. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, loot boxes suck in general. Um, yeah, I think it's crazy I mean, that um, it's nice that they give you an opportunity to to get them through the game normally, like with PUBG, where you get a certain number of coins and it limits the amount you can buy per week, which really helps with the people that farm. Um, not that there aren't still people that do that, but like Overwatch, 
you get them as at every level you know you get them for free but if you really want to buy them you can but then you also get credits to be able to buy skins that you want so i don't know i feel like it works but i mean i'll, I'll admit right now i've been guilty of purchasing loot boxes before during events i mean i'm sure everyone has purchased something cosmetic in a game before at this point i mean there's so many games it's it's just you know eventual i guess everyone will sure I I appreciate that earning in ga in game credits to be able to purchase those types of cosmetic crates more so than Agreed. I use spending real money. I, I don't spend real money, yeah. almost ever. Um, I mean, I do on, on that stuff. maybe a whole game, you know, but like not. I'm not going to spend two hundred bucks on a bandana. Oh no, that's <laughs> just, that is just uh, that is just dumb. Agreed. Now, admittedly, if I pulled one, you know I'd be selling it. <laughs> so. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I keep opening crates <laughs> because I'm looking for those big-ticket items because I'd right. love to sell uh, a fake piece of uh, clothing for, you know, 100 bucks and then be able to buy more games on Steam for technically free. I'm cool with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, you look at games, too, that used to do that. Like, you remember Diablo 3 when that first came out? Do you remember the auction house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, did you ever make money off that? I don't think I did. No, maybe um, I, I got a, few a small things. I almost perfect roll scorn. It's a two-handed uh, mace, I think, mm -hmm. and I sold that for like forty-seven dollars. That was the best I got. Wow. Which I then used to purchase Overwatch. I think later on. <laughs> so I mean, it worked out. Yeah. But like, sounds good to me. Yeah, they obviously took that out a long time ago. Um, with you know Diablo 3 they don't have the real money auction house anymore and they don't even have the auction house anymore which is fine because they replaced it with like infinite legendary items it's, it's crazy <laughs> right. so but, speaking of uh, speaking of Diablo 3 you play it constantly oh, yeah. what what, uh, what have so, you been doing in Diablo 3 I mean honestly it it's one of those things where once they invo or implemented the seasons um, I keep coming back and basically if, if you're not familiar um, the seasons they're on season 12 right now um, every season you can start a new seasonal character you have to start from scratch like a brand new game mm -hmm. um, you, don't, you don't get your paragon levels you don't get your stash you get nothing um, and you start over and level through a series of I want to say achievements they're kind of like achievements but it's like a season journey and if you finish certain tabs you get certain things so like the first four tabs of the season journey you get a full set of gear like a six piece set bonus for free mm -hmm. and then if you finish more of the season journey um, you eventually you get new character portrait frames and the second to last one you get a new uh, slot for your stash like on your primary account and you can get up to four of those you know over four seasons um, this last season actually season 12 the one that's going on right now um, I finally finished the season entirely like every single thing which is crazy <laughs> But yeah, I'm at maybe like Paragon 700 something. Goodness. So it, it's it's fun. But I mean, I've, I've only put in maybe 75 hours this season total. And I mean, I, I was with a group of people the other day who had played for over a thousand hours just this season. And it's like, you look at people like that and what? you're like, are you are you botting? Are you, <laughs> are you crazy? Because I know botting is a really big problem with a lot of games. Diablo is definitely one of them. Because you have people that are fighting for greater rift tiers, and the best way to get that obviously is to play more games and get better gear, you sure, know. Sure. So they end up getting insane 
sets and so like, how do you bot in diablo 3 i don't understand they have like an, an application that runs and it runs you through a rift and you you have certain builds with certain classes that are literally just mouse clicks and everything else is automatic so it like moves you forward and clicks the button it moves you forward and clicks the button it um a great example is the demon hunter build the multi-shot build that's the one i'm using currently not with the bot but mm-hmm. you basically you move forward, you click multi-shot, and with the the set bonus, it increases damage by, like, so much. Like, I'm hitting for 250 billion, like, one hit. So, tier 13 Goodness. is nothing. Like, I, I can farm a tier 13 rift in less than five minutes. Wow. So, it's, it's insane. So, it's really easy to bot, because you just click forward, press the right click, click forward, press the left click, you know? So, bots for that are not hard to write. Um, I mean, I'll admit, back in the day, I had a fishing bot for World of Warcraft. I mean, we're talking 10 years ago, maybe longer. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but it's fishing, so who cares? Precisely. And admittedly, yeah, people do get banned over stuff like that. But, I mean, my account has been active for four years now, so I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I replaced my loot obsession that World of Warcraft gave me with Diablo. And it's been kind of there as a backup ever since. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, that the highest um, rift tier I was in was, I think, maybe nine, which isn't too yeah. bad. No, but, not at all. Um, but, yeah, I've, I haven't played that in a long while. Yeah, it's it's fun to do. Um, I, I just like it's mindless, or I can kind of do it if no one else is gaming. and it's right. I can do it by myself. I can join a public group and get in a group right away, and we just mindlessly collect loot. Right. You also work from home, so it's easier for you to uh, just kind of sit around and do it in the background. Yeah, like if yeah. I'm working, uh, if I'm at a meeting, talking with clients or something, and it's like, yeah, sure, I can, you know, press my mouse a couple times, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially with that Demon Hunter build. It's so easy. Like, it's not even my primary character. Like, I, I made a Necromancer and got him really well geared, and then I got a couple pieces of loot for this Demon Hunter, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it out, and now I've been playing that only since I switched to it. <laughs> right. Wow. That's fun, though. All right. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Um. Well, I set down Pokemon. I, I grabbed the new one when that came out, the Ultra Sun game. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished the main game, which... Uh, do you play the Pokemon games at all? Like, have uh, you in a while? I think the last one I played through fully was Soul Silver, so that was a oh. long time ago. Yeah, I think they just re-released Crystal on the 3DS uh, digital and which one is sure. crystal? Does is that like uh, a combination? It has Celebi. Um, yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a combination. I can't remember exactly. Um, I haven't played that one since it was out for Game Boy Advance, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, Ultra Sun is the second game from the first one, which was Sun or Moon, and mm-hmm. it's basically the exact same game, but they made it better, so it has different stuff. And they so added, it's like, like Soul this... Silver. Soul Silver. Yeah, exactly. Where it's okay. kind of like a remake of the same game. Sure. Um, but the the weird part is that Sun and Moon just came out and they came out with Ultra Sun next. So it's like they released the same game twice in a row, hmm. but they added some neat features. Like they added this thing called a rainbow, uh, not a rainbow. It's like this wormhole. Yeah. Ultra wormhole. That's what it was. And you like go through this area and you like, you're flying your legendary Pokemon and you like go through these wormholes and then you, you fight like rare Pokemon and you can catch them. So it, it was, it's kind of neat, but I don't know. I, I was interested in that and kind of set it down again because I've been doing more PC gaming. Right. Um, but the other interesting thing that came out, you know, I think right at the end of last year was the Hearthstone expansion uh, with Dungeons and Catacombs. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And um, yes. I think you've been playing that too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's I've, yeah. super fun. Um, yeah. I've played that a lot. I'm um, actually, I was at BlizzCon. I checked it out there first and we loved it. Like we went and did the, the uh, demo maybe five or six times. And at that time they only let you do three bosses. And then it was like, you won, go away. Because oh, <laughs> I mean, they're trying to funnel hundreds of people through right. an hour to try it. And the first and three I mean, bosses take, you know, maybe five, 10 minutes at most. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it was about that. It really depends on what class you choose. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Um, gave you kind of a cool idea of what it was. And I mean, I wouldn't say that was the coolest thing at BlizzCon. Um, I would say that's probably all of the, um, I want to say major league gaming, but um, just all of the gaming tournaments they had going on. It was so cool to see all these people yeah. that do it professionally. That stuff is pretty cool. Absolutely. And we watched a lot of you know competitive gaming while we were there. And I mean, Overwatch kind of stole the scene because they were announcing the Owl Overwatch League. Oh, yeah. Which is it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if you've checked it out at all, but it's basically they're, they're trying to enter into the sports market. I hear it's off to a rough start. Uh, yeah, they don't have as much fear traffic as they were anticipating. And I think the challenge is people didn't realize it's it's basically being treated like a sports season where they have weeks of gaming and they advanced through like a tournament mode. But it's not like how traditional gaming tournaments are where it's in one day, you know, you have a weekend maybe or three days where you have teams competing up to a prize. It's instead spread out over you know, six plus weeks of, of normal season play and then they have um, playoffs and then eventually a final. And I mean, they do have like a million dollars in prizes to give out, but it's it's really strange and I think it's I'm really excited to see where it goes, but right now it's kind of in a weird place just because it's so new. Right. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I, it'll it probably find its footing. Yeah, it, it'll find its footing. Uh, yeah, get back to Hearthstone real quick. I mm-hmm. I really like the new expansion. I have not been too interested in the PvP aspect for a long time. Um, yeah, I kind of put it down for a while, uh, but Me I was too. really into it for a long while. Um, trying to get to legendary rank and stuff like that in the in the ranked season, but with this new expansion, they released the. Uh, is it dungeons or is it i think i think it's dungeons um a dungeon run that's what it is they released the dungeon run and i've been playing that non-stop and i recently beat that with all of the heroes which is exciting and that that was something i would do like on break at work i'll i'll do a couple of bosses and see where i can get and so on and so forth so i played probably close to 100 hours of that trying to beat um, beat it with every single hero, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I, I can't I can't talk much when it comes to the, the the cards that were released and and the PvP aspect, but I I really enjoyed the the PVE. No, yes, playing against NPCs. That's that's fun to me. Um, I could take my time. I don't have to worry about yeah. it. It's stress free. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about crafting things or yeah, anything like that. Exactly. I, I do wish the rewards were a little better. You know, being someone who does kind of balance between both cards, you know, playing with PvE and PvP, but I, I do feel like the game is at the point now where even though they've implemented, I want to say seasons, but it's like these, like, what is it, the Mammoth? You know, the Year of the Mammoth or whatever. Where yeah, it's something, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, which it, it's pretty cool, but a lot of the, the cards are really neat, but... Yeah. Uh, it's really challenging to get to a point where you can play competitively with more than one class without dropping a hundred bucks. You know, it's like 
there are some really cool cards and I mean, I do still play it occasionally, you know, pull it out, play a couple games, but I'm nowhere near to the point where I was before when the game was early, when I was trying to fight for my, you know, fight my way up the ladder every single month. But I mean, it's neat. Um, and it, uh, just to correct myself from earlier, the expansion is actually Cobalts and Catacombs. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was I think it's Dungeons, Dungeons and Catacombs. Yep. Yeah. I knew I was messing that up. I know. I, I it was bothering me that I didn't correct it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of really neat cards they implemented um, in the main game, which they're all obviously in the dungeon run, which mm-hmm. is cool because you know you get them randomly. And I mean, you can make some really crazy decks, you know, with all the random cards they give you that you know aren't in the normal game. But right. But I mean, there's some cool stuff, and I mean, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. I'll never fully stop playing it because I mean, obviously, it's free, and they are pretty rewarding if you play it, you know, at least occasionally. But sure. Sure, it's sure, still sure. fun to do. Yeah, yeah, I like me some Hearthstone. Um, you know. Yeah. So what else is going on? Have you seen? Uh... Well, I just uh, um, kind of put this out there. This is our first podcast, so we're gonna we're playing kind of catch up here. What we're gonna mm-hmm. do is uh, every month at the end of the month we'll record a podcast and we'll talk about stuff that has come out and stuff that we've played throughout that month. So this month um, it's the start of 2018, um, and we are going to play a little bit of catch up. We'll talk about stuff that didn't necessarily come out in January, which which is obvious. We've been talking about stuff that's come out in December and uh, before that. But after today's cast, we'll we'll talk about um, February next month and the stuff that we've done there. So it'll be a little shorter. But right now, I kind of want to talk about... And we're going to talk about everything. Right now, I want to talk about movies. We'll move on to movies and Star Wars because Star Wars was huge. It came out oh, yeah. in December. And um, what were your thoughts on Star Wars? I really enjoyed it. Now, a uh, question before we go too far here. Do we want a spoiler-free type conversation just in case? Or are we assuming it's been over a month? Um, Yeah, I, I think we can just warn people. If you haven't seen Star Wars, spoiler warning. Um, yeah, also, if you haven't seen minutes. Star Wars, what are you doing? Yeah, um, go see it. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's divisive, I would say, to the community. But I enjoyed it, and we're going to talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I personally really enjoyed it. Um, we got our tickets to see it in IMAX um, opening night. Ooh. You know, yeah, it was really awesome. I went with a couple of friends and family mm-hmm. and uh, got my center. It was, what, fifth row center. So I was, like, right there staring at the big IMAX screen. Oh, it's dang. really cool. Oh, dang. Um, yeah, that was really exciting, you know. But um, I was super excited just because I've been compulsively obsessed over Star Wars. Um, last year, I almost caught up on the entire book series that Disney has been working on to do all the extended universe stuff so I'm almost caught up fully um, short of playing Battlefront which I don't even think we want to talk about <laughs> right um, but even the even the comics you've read up on the comics uh, most of them I'm working on finishing Kanan right now which feeds into the Rebels series mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. If, have you watched Rebels I haven't watched it no but I've, oh, I've read okay. the first two issues of is it Kanan or Kanan Kanan, yeah. Kanan, yeah. Um, it, it his story feeds into Star Wars Rebels, which if you haven't watched it, it's worth checking out. Um, it's basically just um, the story of the Phoenix Squad and all these really fun characters that they came out with, which are in the comic, so you probably you probably know them all. Um, but anyway, onto the movie. Um, I thought it did a really fantastic job continuing the storyline. Um, the only 
negative thing I hear is that people were they felt like it was a two and a half hour chase scene, which I I don't know. I I guess I kind of get, but I really I don't. really enjoyed I don't it. That. Yeah, I mean, I I I I'm just saying what I heard from someone else complaining to me about it when I was trying to understand why Jeez. they didn't love it. Well, I mean, the whole movie is basically the First Order chasing the Resistance in sure. the spaceships, sure. and I mean, I get that. And then the whole scene where they go to uh, the casino planet, what the heck's his name? Yeah, I don't know the planet's name either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but anyway, when they go there, it'll come to me. There's there's a whole book that came out right before that I read that was explaining it in more detail, which mm-hmm. if you want more information about that planet, that book is worth reading. It's pretty quick. Um, but yeah, they felt like that was kind of forced, but it fit in with the storyline, so I don't really see that either. But uh, my favorite part, absolutely, was Luke Skywalker. I mean, hands down, <laughs> his whole entire role in that whole movie was just great. I mean, coming from being the, like, I don't want to deal with this, I know I'm a recluse, leave me alone, to the whole Yoda thing with the tree and leading all the way into the epic finish, mm-hmm. which was just so good. And then, I mean, I sort of saw it coming, but at the same time, I don't think anybody can admit that honestly because i mean him being there at first we were all like oh my god he made it you know this is awesome you knew something was fishy though because he showed up and he, he, looked, so he looked younger yeah uh he was he had the blue lightsaber and stuff like that which um if but you had me, a keen eye you'd notice right away but you still were kind of confused and yeah. you didn't uh, and and if you had a keen eye you noticed that the footsteps didn't show up in the salt when he yeah. walked on him, yada, yada, yada. But most people didn't, I didn't realize that until afterwards. Um, but may, I don't know. May, maybe he had, you know, just for men for Jedi, you know, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's got a quick know. cut and uh, yeah. Right. I mean, wanted to look knows? pretty. Sure. I mean, they, they did allude to his X-wing being in the water. So it's possible he'd pull it back up. You know, it, it was feasible at, at first glance, but yeah, looking back on it, there's so many obvious reasons that it wasn't, him physically there but then the whole thing was just so good and I don't know I, I still think my favorite part of the whole thing was Yoda just with him being so snarky yeah, the, yeah. going back to the whole uh, puppet Yoda from the original trilogy yeah was uh, was a wise choice I would say agreed agreed um, I I enjoyed Star Wars The Last Jedi um, I don't know how I feel about it compared to uh, The Force Awakens um I mean, my kids loved The Force Awakens, and we all went and saw The Last Jedi, and they liked it too, but I don't feel like this one uh, impacted them nearly as much as the first. They're young. Yeah. But um, I, yeah. I, when, when I look at it, people were complaining that, oh, they ruined my Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. I understand that they changed Luke um, kind of drastically, just his character. I mean, even Mark Hamill was like, this is not who Luke is. Why am I doing this? But he did it, and he fucking nailed it. I would yes. say. Um, but if you compared the movies and the stories to the original trilogy, The uh, the Force Awakens was very much a new hope, um, but just yeah. kind of rebranded uh, new characters and so on. And the, the Last Jedi is really as divisive as The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I was reading something, I think it was on Kotaku, um, that just kind of pointed out all the similarities between The Last Jedi and The Empire Strikes Back and how when Empire first came out, people were like, "What? this is not the Star Wars I like. Uh, people, uh, Some people hated it. Some people loved it. 
Um, but now it's kind of lauded as the best Star Wars in the trilogy or, or in, you know, the Star Wars universe, movie universe. Um, some people may argue that point, but it's it's pretty common that people say that uh, Empire Strikes Back is their favorite. Um, there's a lot of similarities between how that movie, uh, Empire, and, uh, turned out and same with The Last Jedi. Um, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to... I didn't prepare for this point, uh, part, but I'm struggling to think of the comparisons. But um, if I think of some, I will mention it. But <laughs> but um, if if no you're worries. more interested, yeah, you can look it up on the internet. Um, people made those comparisons uh, from the Last Jedi to Empire Strikes Back, and it's it's really kind of fascinating how how similar they are. So they're 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 my point is they're kind of just going with the flow he didn't change too much because he's still following the formula that jj set in place or or whoever did disney of let's make it the old trilogy or the original trilogy but new and updated and they kind of they kind of did that yeah so. um i i agree i mean i, I definitely see there's a lot of tie-ins I do, I do feel like the this trilogy they really did try to go back to the roots mm-hmm. and try to fix a lot of the mistakes they made with the prequels which they weren't bad they told the story you know a lot of the primer things were fine but yeah i mean I'm, I'm really definitely thinking that they're planning on making you know the next movie be return of the jedi you know yeah I, yeah I'm, I'm curious and it's going to be helmed by jj right and then they already signed yes. uh rain wilson to wait is it johnson or wilson uh, I don't know. Actually, uh, the director of the Return of the Jedi, or the the uh, the Last Jedi, I'm sorry, um, is helming the next trilogy. So JJ is Leon, directing the next Leon one. Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Okay. Yes. Um, he is writing and directing the 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 next trilogy, which is interesting. Yeah. So they they can't go too far with no. um the next movie, but it'll it'll be fun. Yeah, um, I absolutely think so. I mean, I, I think I'm really excited to see where they go with Star Wars. Um, I really like it. Um, I mean, I'm I would say I'm borderline obsessed with Star Wars. Um, I read a lot of the books. I still play the, the phone game, the uh, Galaxy Heroes, mm-hmm. um, which just released two new characters from The Last Jedi, which is kind of cool. Um, I played that a lot when it first came out. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Um, it was I a like good time it. waster. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm 85 pretty recently. Um. But yeah, I mean it's it's pretty fun, but I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much Star Wars. Um, well, I also wanted to mention Thor Ragnarok. Um, we don't have to talk too long about it, but because fine. because we're playing catch up, I I loved that movie and I cannot wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Um, oh yeah, and watch absolutely. it on watch it on my theater. Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think the Thor series has been kind of strange because I mean, the first movie I didn't enjoy very much. Um, I don't know if many people did, but it it did its job. Of it was entertaining enough, character. I guess. Yeah, it was entertaining, but it, it wasn't my favorite of the movies. It wasn't as as like Iron Man was, where it was so right. enjoyable. Right. Um, Thor two though was really good. I I like that one a lot more. Uh, was it the Dark World or something? Um, something along those lines. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, but I World. I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but I mean, really, it all leads up to Avengers movies for me. And I mean, obviously, we have uh, another movie coming out next month, and then we're leading into the Infinity War. And I feel like bringing the Hulk back into the picture since after he disappeared, um, a more animated, kind of... very funny Hulk. Is yeah, yeah, it's, it's absolutely. Great. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, leading into that whole movie, like where they left off, and then seeing the trailer for Infinity War and kind of connecting it back in to the universe was really kind of cool. And I'm really excited to see Infinity War that comes out later this year, right? I don't know the exact date, mm-hmm. head, but, but yeah, no, I, I think uh, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Yeah, Infinity War. I, I read a bunch of. Um, uh, so, so, here's here's what I do. I I, um, I I've been into comics my whole life. Uh, I really loved X Men growing up. Um, Me too. But when I I've, I've never been too into Iron Man. When Iron Man the movie first mm-hmm. came out, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't read any of the comics. Me but neither. as soon as they started getting into the more cosmic stuff, which is what I'm more into, like Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy, I read everything there was about Guardians. Um, yeah, and then that moved me into uh, the Infinity uh, series, Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, then Nova. And Nova's uh, Richard Ryder is one of my favorite characters. Okay, and then then I started kind of dwelling into other stuff. I haven't read much Thor, but I did read a couple of Hulk uh, storylines or story arcs, and um, World War Hulk, and gosh, I can't remember the one that they kind of reference in Thor Ragnarok. Um, Maybe it's yeah. World War Hulk. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but um, but they're all know. good. So so the movie will come out, and I'll read everything about it. So similar to Black Panther that's coming out, I've oh, read. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that they were coming out with a movie at the time, but he was mentioned to be in, um, I think it was Civil War. And so I read some of the comics there to get to know his backstory. Because when I go to the, see the movie, I'd like to compare it to how they reference the source material and... Um, if I enjoy the character to begin with, I'll go and I'll see the movie. But um, Black Panther movie looks awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, especially it's coming out right around Valentine's Day, so I'm sure that'll be a date night movie. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I that's think probably that what will... I'm doing. That's a good idea, Brandon. Yeah, you're oh welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah score but, some points. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it looks so good. I mean, apparently, I don't. I didn't know a whole lot about Black Panther before, you know, his introduction in. What was it what was he introduced in recently civil war yeah thank Captain you um, yeah. yeah which was also really good um i i like that whole story arc um but that came out a while ago at this point <laughs> um but yeah no i mean he's apparently hundreds of times more rich than tony stark oh yeah no like, so yeah wakanda in general is uh years decades uh technolo- technology wise uh, beyond the human race Tony Stark is the only human really that kind of scratches the the surface right. of Wakanda as far as tech goes but they are cool. super advanced uh they're super wealthy because they own not maybe not own but they they squat on vibranium uh oh yeah the that's the, 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 the like the world supply of vibranium is is um being squatted upon by by Wakanda that's interesting and I can't remember exactly how they got so technologically advanced but but they are very yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to look into that. I do like comics. So it's I'm real neat. There, there, it's very, it it's very futuristic, but also spiritual sort of tone. <laughs> but um, I'd also like to reiterate that this this podcast we, we're already going on like an hour or so. But um, it right now it's going to be jam packed. Uh, we're going to release more stuff. Uh, we're going to have a website, and I think there is well where we will post reviews for stuff Uh, maybe we'll distill the podcast routine and talk about you know uh, it'll be it'll be an easier listen later on but right now we're going to talk about everything Um, 
and down the road <laughs> we'll have uh, Brandon will post his reviews of books and movies and I will do the same about games and movies and books yada 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 um, so there's that um, we also want to talk about tech in general um, now I don't have anything that I've experienced recently as far as tech goes I mean I, I bought a 1080 um, a GTX 1080 for those who don't know is a NVIDIA video card you it's, saved it from the mines I did well I, I picked it up in the <laughs> middle of it was right after the Ethereum boom um, okay. and then that went away and then I was able to purchase it at about $500 which is yeah, it's really I, good. I'm pretty sure that's that's retail uh, or under it is yeah. um, now on the other hand they're, the crypto boom is is back up and running because the price of bitcoin went up to over 20,000, right? It's yeah, now it's, it's now down. right below 10, I believe. Yeah, I think it's dropped low. But people use these high-end video cards for mining those coins. Um I don't really feel like getting into explaining what bitcoin mining is uh, because most people super, probably know. Yeah, it's point. super uninteresting. Um but they're soaking up all these video cards so no consumers can really get them and when you can the because the demand is so high the prices of these video cards are just astronomical like you can get i could probably sell my 1080 which i purchased for about 500 uh, uh in july of last year i could sell it right now for about 900 to a thousand dollars that's used insane. it is insane it is it is yeah. totally uncalled for well especially because um, now the whole used market comes into question because like i've seen video cards on ebay for you know right. five or six hundred bucks and i'm like well how long has that been running at full efficiency Right. You know, to try to mine, it's like I don't know if I want to buy a card that's right. already spent three thousand dollars. Yeah, and you're in the market for a new card, so you've been looking. I am, and, and you, it's just it, it's pretty much a stop sign saying you cannot. Yeah. Like you, you well, shouldn't I, buy a ten seventy for no. six hundred dollars. You, sh- no, you no, shouldn't no. buy a ten eighty for a thousand. It's yeah. just I, ha- I have my tricks. I'm looking. I'll find one eventually, but I'm, I'm probably right. going to wait a yeah, little bit later. You'll have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I see them go on sale occasionally. I saw one went MSRP for like 500. It was a 1080 the other day, but it was a brand I'm not really that familiar with. Power color. Mm, maybe it was. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I prefer like I, I have my own brand that I like, um, which is Asus. Um, everybody has their own preferences, you know? Right. I don't MSI mind. I don't mind any really. I've, I've yeah. owned a lot. I've owned a power color. I've owned mm-hmm. a sapphire. I've, I've owned a, a reference AMD and Nvidia. You know, it, yeah. it's just whatever, whatever makes sense at the time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not um, particular to one brand. Well, the only other technology I can really say, just because we're kind of in introducing us, is the Switch. It came out last year. You know, sure. it hasn't been a year yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, uh, I want to say obsessed with it, but I can't say that right now because I, I don't have a game I'm currently playing. But what about Breath of the Wild? Did you play through oh that on the Switch? I bought it the day it came out and played it for 114 hours in the first two weeks. On so, the Switch yeah. or on the Wii yes. U? Okay, on the Switch. All right. Um, I would say I was obsessed. Um, I got I finished the game. I got every single shrine. Um, I Jeez. did stop. I stopped at 240 of the Koroks. Because and there's like 900, right? There there are 900 in the game. And oh my goodness! Like. I'm I'm totally fine with collectibles, um, especially Zelda games. I mean, I've played every single Zelda game ever released. I've collected pretty much everything. I've played the Ocarina of Time countless times, gotten everything you can. You know, I'm I'm no stranger to completionists, right? But do you know what you get for 900 Koroks? Uh, no. What do you get? You get a golden pile of poop. 
Oh yeah, but that golden I've heard of that the golden pile of poop kind of gets you it gets you something cool, right? No, it does nothing. Oh, it just sits in your inventory as a there's, golden pile of poop. There's rumors that it does like it increases drop rates by like 1% or something, but oh, geez. as far as as far as I know, last I checked into this, it does nothing other than just tell you that you finished your Korox. Like that's it. So it's like awesome. I, I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to spend 400 hours looking for Koroks. That's kind of how I felt about Hearthstone and the uh, the reward that you get for beating uh, the dungeon with all the heroes. You get yeah, a card back, a lame-ass card back, and Aww. that's it. That's I mean, it? yeah, it, it did not feel... I didn't do it yeah. for the card back. I did it because it was it was fun. Um, right. But yeah, getting getting something just telling you, like, hey, you finished this after spending hours and hours... Um, you know, racking your brain and finding all the spots. It's, it's, I don't understand why, why, um, why developers would put that kind of stuff in there. Like why not give us something worth our time? Like we give, give us an awesome sword for, even if it's for like 10 minutes or it breaks, you know, in a couple of hits. Good segue. What? So on the opposite side with the switch again, a game that does a really good job with completionists, Mario Odyssey. Have you heard much about this game? Of course. Um, I've, I've heard a bunch. I haven't played any of it. We beat it entirely. Um, we, Who's we, um, my wife Shannon and I. Okay. Right. Um, we, being her mostly because she's bigger into Mario games. Um, I helped her. <laughs> well, she she loves exploring and she loves completing Mario games. Uh-huh. That's really her two favorite things with games. Is she will play games, especially Mario games, and always has. Um, but Mario Odyssey is it. It is like a love note to Mario enthusiasts because it is so fantastic. If you like platformers at all, it is totally worth a play. But but on the completionist side, so there are these items you get, and I'm trying to remember what they're called now. I'm totally spacing. Okay. Moons? Anyway. <laughs> Damn it. Why? I can't remember now. It's in Mario Odyssey? Yes. All right. Type, type, type away. Guide. I know, right? I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you, you basically get... It's a completionist thing. Power moons. Duh. Power moons, yeah. I said yes. moons, right? I yes, moons? you did. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I haven't even played the game, and I knew it. <laughs> so um, there's these power modes you need to get to progress through the levels. And once you finish the game, it unlocks a whole other wave of them. And you have to go back and get all these moons. And there's all these really cool ways they hide them. And you have to do all these neat things. Like there's this one you have to get in the city because there's this big city. Um, you have to go in where you climb up on top of this big skyscraper, activate this thing, and then shoot off with this little car and fly across the whole map and land on a roof on the other side successfully in like 10 seconds and then collect the moon. Cool. It's, it's like insanely fun. But we're we're at the point where we're trying to get all of them and we're maybe 80 or 90 short of finishing the whole game. And then when you do finish it, it unlocks um, like the hard mode of the Bowser battle. So th- hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm excited to finish it. We're pretty close. Right. Um, that's kind of what we've been working on. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool games coming out for the Switch. I think it's been doing a pretty good job. Um, not that it'll defeat my love of PC gaming, but it's it's close. <laughs> right. Um, I, yeah, I, if, if a game is good, it's good. Uh, I don't own a Switch. I own uh, I have PC game mainly only because that's what I spend most of the money on. But I have a PS4. Right. I, I If I had an Xbox One, great. Uh, I have an obsession when it comes to consoles. Um, I have the Xbox One, the PS4 the switch of course and the pc but then i also have multiple 3ds's i have every single other mobile nintendo system including multiple copies of you know the systems 
I have every Nintendo console ever released. I have PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 1, GameCube. You know, I, I'm a collector. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have children, I may be in the same boat. Who knows? But yeah. I, I've recently become uh, or got back into collecting. So I've been mm-hmm. kind of gathering older games, um, took out my, my GameCube and stuff like that. Um, I I got a Raspberry Pi with fun we have with with uh, all the games emulated down there uh, super nintendo nintendo uh, genesis all that stuff uh, me and the kids have been playing that especially mario mario 3 Ooh, good stuff but yeah. um but yeah i, I uh something about collecting that stuff i like doing it i want to get back into it yeah I, I have a good collection if you're ever interested yeah i'll, I'll steal something sometime i'm sure um yeah. we also would like to talk about stuff that's coming out um in the next month we'll we'll mention what what's what we're going to be playing what we're what we're going to be looking at um in the next month and then we'll talk about it in next month's podcast so as far as games go uh the only two things that we have found interest in are shadow of the classes on february 6th and kingdom come deliverance on the 14th um I never played Shadow of the Classes. Did you? I actually did not either. But maybe this interest. is a good good jumping on point then. Yeah, um absolutely. I own I own Shadow of the Cla- or owned rather the remake. It might have been HD remake of Eco and Shadow for okay. the PS3. But then I sold the PS3 and sold that with it. Uh, but I never, I never played. I played Eco, but I never played through Shadow. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that um, next month. Okay. Uh, so that's neat. But Kingdom yeah. Come Deliverance it is you wrote this on there. I don't know. I did. No, so you're not familiar with what it is. Um, no. Okay, so it's a, it's a PC game. It's coming out. I want to say it might be for a console also, but I'm looking at it for PC. And what's neat is uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the Skyrim type open world, like Witcher Three, sure, you know, yes. like those types of games. Mm-hmm. But it's more role playing and it's more open world, and it's not a game that's built around what's happening with you specifically, where you know, you start as a blacksmith's like apprentice and it's kind of open world where you can do whatever you want. But the cool thing about it is stuff in the entire world is progressing with you. So if you don't do a quest and you decide to do a different one, that other quest is going to still happen without you, Hmm. you know? So whatever happens changes the whole world. Your decisions affect everything and it looks really, really neat. So I'm definitely going to be following it. Um, I might pick it up right when it comes out. I might check to see how it looks and see kind of how I feel about it, but I'm definitely leaning towards this game. Like I've watched a few reviews, like a few of the videos and stuff, and it looks pretty neat. Yeah, that's... um, I'll I'll probably check it out. What about... The only movie that I can think of that's coming out as well is Black Panther on the 15th. Yeah, which we kind of already talked about. Which we did talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. I hope it's good. Um, I hope they make more. Black Panther is a really cool character. Um, we will eventually get into VR and stuff, so we'll have we'll have thoughts and whatnot on whichever VR set we can get our hands on. Yeah. Um, and Which look interesting, but yeah. And and books. I don't keep up with books too often, or especially what's coming out or coming soon. Yeah. Uh, but you are an avid reader compared mm-hmm. to me. I, I read every night, but it's more. As I'm going to sleep, I'll read um, a comic book or, or something along those lines. I read comic books more than I do uh, book books. Um, right. The last book um, series that I read was 
off to be the wizard oh um which is pretty good yeah uh, i think it's scott myers is the yeah um, that sounds great yeah he those, i haven't those read are that good. yet yeah they're, they're okay um i wouldn't say they're i wouldn't recommend it to just about everybody uh, but they're an easy read they're fun the concept is great and um but yeah that was uh, months ago that i read that but what yeah. about you any books coming out that you're interested in well, we I don't mention. know about coming out. I know there's another Star Wars book coming out a little later this year. Um, I think it's another Thrawn book, Thrawn Alliances. That looks pretty interesting. But um, I just was actually at the bookstore earlier this morning. Um, I picked up a couple of books. Um, but the big one I picked up is the fourth book in the Red Rising series um, called Iron Gold by Pierce Brown. Um, like Without spoiling anything, because again, this is the fourth book. <laughs> right. um, it's basically in Mars. Um, like It's on Mars pretty cool so you're in the future obviously um you have in the first book you have a main character um eventually named the reaper um but he is a slave boy who ends up discovering something pretty crazy about the world that he thinks he lives in and ends up becoming a really important powerhouse to like taking over mars so it's kind of neat um but i just love like fantasy space type stuff and it's it's really cool and i'm really kind of excited to read this one which i'll probably be reading right after i finish and what's the name again uh iron gold iron gold it just just came out maybe 11 days ago but um the you know the original trilogy is pretty good um again by pierce brown so pretty good author um i cool. definitely recommend it if you're into that type of book at all sure all right um and we will i think quickly go through the last little bit just because we're running along don't want to bore That's anybody fine. um so we're going to move on to news. Um, as far as news goes, I can't really think of much, uh, but Nintendo Direct did come out, um, I think it was late last year or early this month, right? Uh, January 11th. January yeah. 11th. Okay. So they they did a Nintendo year. Direct. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Um, what was, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch it, um, Okay. but I, I, I heard or read the, the bigger points that were inside the Direct, but what are yeah. your thoughts on the Direct? What happened Well. There? Um, they obviously focused really heavily on the Switch, which mm. makes sense. It's kind yeah. of their new flagship product. <laughs> really? Been selling like crazy, yeah. But it's a good thing because it's a really awesome system, so right. I can't really complain. But um, a couple things um, that were pretty big, they announced Dark Souls Remastered coming yeah, out for the cool. Switch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're into that game at all, um, I played oh, yeah. the first one a little bit, but I haven't. I didn't really get into it too much. I played it a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, well then, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I figure that's probably my opportunity to really play it, so I, I probably will pick that up. Um, sure. They announced a couple other of interesting games that are mostly Mario related. Um, there's a new Kirby game coming out uh, later this year, uh, Kirby Star Allies, which has a lot of multiplayer type stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, and then there's a new Mario Tennis game coming out called Mario Tennis Aces. I like me which, some Mario Tennis. Oh, it's so good! And they're reintroducing the single player stuff they had back in the day, so that's pretty cool. I'm really excited about that, and we'll definitely pick it up because. Uh, Shannon and I both are very competitive with Mario Tennis, and she thinks she's better. So you know, we'll you got to show her who's uh, show, show her what's what. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but other than that, I mean, the Nintendo Direct just kind of announced a couple of things they're adding on: some Bayonetta. new Pokemon and Pokemon yeah. tournament, uh, Bayonetta, um, some new Hyrule Warriors stuff coming out, um, a couple other games I don't really follow too much. Wait, um, so they're still supporting Hyrule Warriors? The yeah, they're releasing a new version for the Switch. But it's, oh, okay. So yeah. essentially, just a remake, probably added stuff, maybe DLC. Yeah. Do they have DLC for that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, and then as speaking of remakes that they're porting over from Wii U, um, the the uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is getting ported. 
Oh, they're adding <laughs> they're adding Funky Kong, and I don't know if you played that game at all, but it is no. really good. Like if you liked Donkey Kong Country back on Super Nintendo, it is a fantastic um, callback game. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. very good. And cool. Funky Kong's kind of interesting. Um, I do feel like it's probably broken, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. And then they're releasing a new character in Mario Plus Rabbids, uh, Donkey Kong. Oh um, yeah, no, that's right. I heard about that. They're they're introducing yeah. Donkey Kong into so so. Is he going to be a playable character on your team, he or is. is he a boss? He is. No, he's a playable character. Um, cool. he has a giant boomerang banana. It's it's pretty humorous. <laughs> yes. Now I, I hear I heard a lot about uh, Mario and Rabbids and mm-hmm. how it's good. XCOM light it is. Now I love XCOM. Yeah. I love Enemy Within. XCOM mm-hmm. two didn't quite grab me as much, but I played yeah. hundreds of hours of the. Um, not the original XCOM, but yeah, the Enemy Within. Yeah. Um, and I hear that Mario and Rabbids, Mario and Rabbids, that's just the name, right? Um, uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Metal. There you go. Mm-hmm. That I hear is very XCOM esque, and it is. they do a really good job of it. It's um, it's fantastic. I haven't finished it yet. Um, we're on World Four or World Five, I think. We're pretty close, but we just need to sit down and finish it. It's it's pretty close, right. but I love it because it's it's multiplayer. Like we can both play it together cool you know yeah my wife and i both play it and it's it's fun she likes it which any type of game like that like i mean it's totally not a game i expected her to enjoy and she wants to play it so that's pretty cool yeah um and then yeah the only other thing that's coming out or that actually just released i think maybe two days ago is celeste Um, have you heard of that at all celeste for the switch okay for the switch um it's like a it's like another platformer um very pixel-esque it has it's very pixely but um so pixel short version, art. yeah, like pixel art. Um, okay. you're this girl trying to climb a mountain, and she has some powers she gets where she can do like jump dashes in the air, and climbing walls and stuff. It's really cool. Um, I'm actually very interested. It's very indie, and uh, looks pretty cool. Cool. Um, I wanted to quickly mention the Sea of Thieves beta that's going on right yeah. now, um, which looks really cool. I I haven't I... played the the closed beta. Yeah, um, when does it close beta? The close beta, let's see. When does it end? 31st, I think. The 31st. Yeah, so it started the 24th. Uh, ends on Wednesday the 31st. Um, I watched did a couple people stream it. Yeah, I watched, yeah. I watched a couple people stream it, and it seems like a lot of yesterday. fun. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if it's my type of game, but it seems... Because you actually have to like sail this boat. You have to yeah. adjust the sails. Uh, you can uh, you can shoot people. Yeah, on yeah, that's that's really cool. You can <laughs> shoot and sink people. You can steal their their uh, their chests or booty, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I that seems cool. like a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. The 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 water looks awesome. Yeah, it's so pretty. Like, did you see anybody swimming in the water? Um, a, like under nah, under no. it? O- only only when they had uh, a big old treasure chest in their hands but um i watched uh, somebody get shot off of a cannon like way <laughs> up in the oh air. yeah you could shoot yourself with the cannon yeah. that's that's and then that's pretty cool and then he landed in the water he missed his boat by like it felt like a mile and then dropped down to like the bottom of the ocean and he just stood there and like the guy was talking he's just like wow this is so cool like yeah. oh crap i'm drowning <laughs> <laughs> so was it like super detailed down at the bottom it was really cool. Like all the light and stuff was real, uh, it was refracting with the waves, and it was it was so cool. Um, there was a thunderstorm, like lightning and stuff. It was so cool. Like the the game comes out in March, so mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll both pick it up and we'll probably talk about it definitely. Um, in that podcast. Yeah, that's you something. Know. That's something I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I think we'll probably both pick that up. And it, it, is this for? When, yeah, it's a PC game. 
Yeah. So, so whoever's absolutely. whoever's listening, go go look, uh, go watch a streamer, go go watch a video of something of that game. It, it looks really cool. Um, you're essentially just a pirate. You are with a, a crew. Um, you, yeah. You're a pirate. You go and collect booty, and you can kill other people, and you can sail on the seas that look really good. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much it. We we have an email. Um, we would like to read comments, uh, questions that anyone who's listening can can send us. Our email address is checkpointchat at gmail.com. Send us your questions or comments, and we will read them. Um, that is that is all we have for Absolutely. for today's or this month's podcast. Um, we'll do our best to refine everything and and make it more interesting or or less interesting. If it was too interesting, who knows? But um, <laughs> but yeah, that that'll that'll do it for us this month. Um, again, if you have any questions or comments, email us at checkpointchat one word at gmail dot com. We will most likely read your comments if they're appropriate <clears throat> on uh, on the podcast. We'll read your questions. We'll answer them the best we can, and we'll have fun with it. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I got nothing else to say, Brandon. Any any, any closing comments you you'd like to mention? No, just thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next month. All right, everybody. Have a good month.